Beer and Ballet fans, and welcome back to Beer and Ballet's podcast. As always, I am your host, Amber Daniels, and I am so excited to bring you Lexi Bristol. She's the executive director of Three Hearts Dance, which is located in Jacksonville, Florida. She's also a very lifelong friend of mine that I've known for so many years, and we've done so many collaborations with each other. She's a very strong, powerful woman who owns her own business. She teaches. She has her own child as well. There's so many adventures that she's going on that we're talking about here today on the Beer and Ballet podcast. We hope you enjoy. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Oh my god, yeah. Jeez, anytime. We've should we we need to be doing this more often. I don't know why we haven't <laughs> we've been too busy to do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Can you talk a little bit about who you are and how you kind of started your dancing journey? How did that go? Yes. So my name is Lexi Bristol. I am a dancer, choreographer, um, and business art woman. Um, yeah, I started. You are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started dancing when I was young. So I think like three or four years old. I danced in Nebraska when I lived there back when we needed record players. I had this really, really old lady teacher that was just the sweetest. I don't even remember what she looks like, but I just remember there being records and like recital took forever because they had to switch out the records. Um, then, Wait, then I, they did a recital with records? Yeah, I just remember... I mean, I could also Amber be making this up in my brain, but I just remember it being like, okay, it's the nineties. Why are we still using records? But that's what she did. I'll, I'll have to ask my mom and I'll, we can do a part two and I'll tell you this, <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, sounds like a five hour show. That's crazy. <laughs> for one three-year-old tap dancer. Um, yeah. <laughs> Then I moved to Wisconsin and I danced at DDH Dance Academy. They're actually celebrating their 20th anniversary recital this Saturday. She is like one of my biggest like role role models, um, Didi, the owner of the studio. She's just really great. She made dance fun. We did dance competition and it was always about growth and creativity and I never had a bad experience of it being too competitive or comparing to other studios. It was always about innovation and having fun. And um, I just feel like that really shaped me for how I am as a teacher and um, just always made dance a positive space for me. So, so yeah, I did that. And then I moved to Florida where I danced with Switzerland dance company. That's when I started kind of viewing dance as a ministry or a little bit deeper. Um, So a lot of who I am now with my work being very internal and having this spiritual element that is because of how I did dance in my high school years. So um, yeah, I kind of had this like crazy journey and I just remember those, those few things from those, those spaces. And then after um, high school, that's when I went to FSUJ and danced with you. And that's when I met you. Yeah. So long ago, sort of 10, well, 10 years, right? Oh my God. 
Yeah. That's crazy when it goes from like 10 years ago being when I moved to Florida to 10 years ago being when I was in college. I'm like, that is scary. (laughs) (laughs) We never thought we'd get here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm sure you've had these moments when you start realizing like you're the older dance person, like, you know, there's like tears and generations in the dance world, like everywhere else. But I definitely have felt a lot this, maybe it's also being a mom. I'm just tired and I don't, I don't know, but, um, I'm not as up and coming as I used to be. It feels like I'm like, Oh yeah, I get it. It's like once you're in your thirties, like that's, you go to a dance class and you're like, Oh, you kids in the front. You're so cute. I'm (laughs) going to hang in the back. Oh, the splits that you're jumping in. I'm just going to sit in my little, you know, (laughs) not split. Maybe I'll be up for it after this two and a half hour endeavor we have. But yeah, Yeah. it takes a little bit. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. I get it. Getting older and like trying to find classes too that like go with what you're practicing because your practice is so it's so important for your body. You have to find the right way of practice. Yes. That's tough. I mean, even me moving to Baltimore, I'm trying to find that right now. There's like so many options and opportunities here, but it's trying to find that balance for my body as it's getting older. Yeah. Um, Especially after grad school, because that's a whole mentality thing that I just have to kind of go through. And then I'm sure you as a mom, it's like uh, two hour classes. I don't don't have time. Got to find something. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a lot more of a personal practice now. And yeah, your body goes through a lot when you, you know, pregnancy, I was so much better at working out dancing, I was like, doing all the things. And then um, after having my son, I'm like, I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for yeah. dancers to find that balance. Yeah. And I also didn't realize, um, how easy this is. A lot of my friends have now told me that they've done this, but I broke my tailbone while I was, uh, giving birth. So that's been a new endeavor. God, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Oh, now that I've like opened up about it and expressed to people, you know, like, Hey, it, it hurts to sit, you know, and they're like, Oh yeah, I broke my tailbone too. I'm like, Oh, cool. Oh Great. my God. Wow. That's insane. I mean, moms are tough, but like, damn. <laughs> yeah. It gives you a whole new like love of your body. Like I've never loved my body the way that I do now. Cause it's just, you know, you love it as a dancer, but you kind of also kind of fight it. But after having my son, I'm like, I just, I'm, I feel so blessed to like know my body better and all of that. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. Oh, well, and and let's, let's get back to, you know, what you're doing now. So besides being a mom, which like, is like a rock star thing to do. (laughs) I don't know how you're juggling at all, but we'll talk about that. Um, Let's talk about three hearts. So you chatted a little bit about Switzerland dance, which for listeners who don't know, it's a studio. Is it, it's still in existence, right? Or. Yep. Okay. And it's in Jacksonville and it is like a a faith-based program right from what I remember yes yep it's a a Christian they they would call it this a Christian dance studio um 
their performance group that I was on, they call the company and they do a lot of outreaches, Bible studies, instead of dance conventions or competitions, they go to more faith-based. There's still conventions, but it's a lot diff- different than the secular or regular dance world. So, um, so yeah, it was very intense while I was there and I don't necessarily subscribe to all of those things that I was a part of um, in my high school upbringing, but I definitely took a lot of that intention and serious um, focus on the reason for your dancing. I definitely took that with me. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, we kind of morph into, we went to FSCJ and after that, I mean, really shortly after that, you developed three hearts. So can you talk about why and how the process happened? You know, what is three hearts? Yeah. So three hearts is a contemporary dance company, but it originally started as a few friends of mine after college, we still wanted to create and we still wanted to perform and we wanted to do it without all of the fuss and um, just all of this stuff that goes into bigger companies sometimes. And so we just wanted to take our dance and go perform it. So it was three of us and we were performing pieces that we did in our college um, kind of repertoire, things that we had created in college, but we we still wanted to use. So one of the pieces that we would use was a piece that I did at FSCJ called Five Hearts, which is based off of the book, The Five, La- the Five Love Languages. Oh, I remember that piece. Yes. I love that piece. Yeah. So there was only three of us. So we changed it to Three Hearts. And because Three Hearts, like, what does that mean? We tacked dance onto the end of it. So we were Three Hearts Dance. And So we did that for a little while. And then for a very short amount of time, I kind of bopped over to another dance company and was working with them. Um, And that's kind of where you and I reconnected um, in Braided Light for a little while there. And then after that, we decided let's really take this serious and let's actually sit down and move forward with this as an actual company. So that's the the very beginnings of three hearts dance was just us wanting to dance and us wanting to take all of these ideas that we had and not listen to the idea that we can't and just do it. So that started in 2016 is when we really decided that we were going to do it. And now we are about to enter our eighth season in the fall. It's so crazy to think about eight seasons. Yeah. I, I do. I remember when like you guys were first starting it up and I mean, I just, I loved how collaborative, like still now today, it's such a collaborative idea um, yeah. where there's so many folks, um, you know, we are talking about like a faith-based program of different faiths, of different backgrounds coming mm-hmm. in and sharing their stories, which is really important to you and, um, you know, different techniques. Yes different cultures, all of it. Like, that's why this group is so special. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's it. You got it. It's all of our stories coming together. It doesn't matter where you are, how old you are, what you are going through right now, what your style of dance is, any of that. Even if you aren't a dancer, there's still room for you at the three hearts table. That's what we always say. There's, there's room for everybody as everybody here at the three hearts table, as long as you are just willing to come and be honest and, and open, like 
let's do it. Anything's possible, I believe. So, so yeah, you nailed it on the head that that's us. Hi, beer and ballet fans. What is up? Just popping in to say hey and to let you know of something really cool that we're starting up. It's called a pop-up class. And what we're gonna do is at Ministry of Brewing, once a month we will have a pop-up class featuring a new dance genre. So for instance, if you were keeping tabs on us, in August we had our very first one and it was musical theater, where if you joined us, you learned a little bit of cell block tango from myself. And in September, we're gonna go ahead and move on to modern, that's right, modern dance. And it's with one of my fabulous friends, her name is Renee, and she she's just spectacular, you guys. And if you think I'm quirky and fun, I can't wait for you to meet her, cause she's 10,000 the amount of quirkiness that I am, and that's why we get along so well. So we hope to see you at our next pop-up class. That's September 14th at Ministry of Brewing, seven o'clock, and it's a modern class with Renee. All right, let's get back to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And and speaking of collaboration, something that y'all have done even pre-COVID, which was very smart, <laughs> was dance films. That was like very big on your docket. Um, one of the not very first ones, but one of the big ones I remember was your duet with Samuel Hills III, um, who we met at DanceWorks as well. Yep. Um, what was that one called? I was trying to remember. Can you? Can you? That's what it was. I was trying to look it up today and I was like, I want to watch it again. And I, I couldn't remember. But yeah, y'all, you have to check out this video. It's can you can they can folks find it anywhere or are you yeah. keeping it keeping it? It's, a on, <laughs> it's on YouTube and it's on IGTV. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's a gorgeous piece and it was shot, um, by Will, right. Um, and you have a really special connection with this videographer that's in Jacksonville. Um, I really, all of your films have been shot by Will, right? Yes. So this is one of the things about three hearts dance before we even got started and other spaces in life. I always wanted to make videos as long as I can remember, I just would look at fields or just any place that wasn't a theater or wasn't a typical performance space. And I would want to make dance there. That's why I like what you do with beer and ballet classes, because you bring dance to a space that you wouldn't normally see it. Mm -hmm. um, so I've always had that idea. And in previous dance companies, I always wanted to make videos or even just other friends. And I could never, I could never connect with anybody. So when Three Hearts started, I knew I was like, this is the space to do the videos. We, we have to do it and we have to find the right person. And it has to be a collaboration um, so we can grow and evolve together throughout the seasons. I never imagined that we would be now all of our video and all of our photo work is done by Aired and Images. Um, to keep that consistency and to keep that growth overall. Um, I never imagined that we would get to this point and it'd be that we would have done so many things together. It's awesome. I met him through Sam. So that's kind of how that first video, that first real video happened was because um, Sam was working um, and doing great videos as well with Aired and Images. And 
I, you know, was like, Sam, I'm, you know, going to be starting to do some videos and I have this story I really want you to be in. And I really need somebody that's going to take the story serious. That's going to help me in my first real video project. And that was just the beginning of us, um, just taking that idea. This story needs to be told. We're going to go to a crazy space and we're going to make dance. Um, so can you, is that one story that people are like, that video, can you from now? That's, I mean, years ago now, which is crazy. It's a long time ago. Yeah. The the amount of like, I remember watching it for the first time and like, I love you and Sam dancing together, but just having that collaborative film aspect in it as well in the field somewhere on like not a conventional dance place. Um, I, I just remember my heart just like sinking and I stopped breathing Mm. and I, I was just, I was so in it. And I, I remember, cause it, I'm trying to remember when it debuted. Did it debut at that one? You probably were there. Maybe. It was there. It was at our, our first ever golden heart launch party. So that's when we like officially announced that we were a company. We had the golden heart launch party. And that's when that video was played. Yeah. And I remember just everyone was just like a gasp of air <laughs> just in the space. Um, it, it was truly a beautiful piece of work. Um, and you just released another one with Marco. Yes. So this is a story that I've been playing that I've been wanting to do for probably about a year now. I'm tired of playing this game. I'm sick of red tape. I'm sick of the idea of what content creators should be or dance companies should be or where I as an artistic director need to take my content or whatever it is. You know, all those like the the lines and the boxes and the things that have always existed. I've always like just not wanted to do that. And so I'm like, I guess I'm a rebel is what it is. So um, this, the game, I went to Will of Airden Images and I said, hey, I wanna do something called the game. And I wanna talk about not wanting to play the game and just doing my own thing, doing our own thing, standing alone. And so we kind of talked a little bit, the song came, And he just ran with it. So a lot of that direction and that really all of the direction and the choices made for that, that was Will. Um, And to me, that is what is so great about where we are in Three Hearts Dance now is that we've worked for eight seasons and we got to a place where he can lead, I can lead, one of my other production team leaders can have an idea and they can lead. And no matter what, it's going to be excellent. And just to bring Marco in on that, he was amazing. I gave him, hey, this is the music cue. Um, I want you to come up with, I think I had him do like six counts of eight. He made it up. We performed it in the hallway of one of the production team's um, members' houses. And it was great. It worked out wonderful. So, um, yeah, it's really cool from season one to season eight to see um, that we can still tell those stories and hopefully they still keep those those same reactions from our audience members. Oh, totally. I mean, I, I think they do for sure. Um, I actually just watched that one today and it it's great. 
And I, and I love, I love this conversation about whenever you have a dance company that's really focused on dance film, which is, is so freaking smart because not only do you have movement that you can perform in certain spaces, but you can also enter this stuff in dance festival, like dance film festivals, um, which you do a lot. I feel like question mark. Um, to be honest, Amber, that is a little bit of me playing the game and I just don't want to do it. Hey, there you go. You're allowed to do that. (laughs) So it's not that I don't have like a lot of respect for all of those places. I just sometimes get so into the work of what we're doing next and creating live events. And Three Hearts does a lot of events where we play our videos. Um, so that we can have that like captivated audience, like you're going into a movie theater to watch our videos. Um, We've done a couple uh, dance film festivals here or there, but I definitely haven't dabbled into it as much as I could have. And it's really just because of my like, well, everybody does it. So I'm going to do my own thing kind of attitude. Hey, that's great though. I mean, why not? Yeah, I your company, you can do what you want. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I just, I'm like, I don't have hate towards them. I just, I don't know why I'm like, I'm just going to do my own thing over here. So yeah, well, and dance film festivals are tough too, because some of them you have to pay in order to get into. So not only are you like a really small dance company who, I mean, I've fallen into that too, where you just getting out of grad school, money does not grow on trees. And I don't have 50 bucks to give you for an application process, not even to show my film, just the application process. And then once you get in, sometimes those festivals will be like, okay, now you have to pay a hundred more dollars. And it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I I did all this work, man. (laughs) Well, and content creation isn't free. So to make that video already, thousands of dollars, depending on where you're filming, costumes. If you're blessed to have a makeup and hair artist, which we've maybe gotten two times, like it's, it's very expensive, especially in the world that we're in now, because everybody creates content. So these locations, they're no longer like, oh, you're filming a video. Yes, we'd love for you to dance in our space. Now they're like, our video fee is, and you're like, ah, yeah. Yeah. So that's something that's definitely after COVID been like, oh, okay. We got to rethink this wheel a little bit because, um, we're not so, we're not so different anymore. A lot of people are doing it, which is great. It's wonderful to have, um, more people creating like this, but yeah, it's, it's expensive. And then when you, like you said, start entering into film festivals, that adds a whole other element to your, to your budget. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you're saying social media content is such a huge thing that all of us have to start thinking about um, because it's free. Well, uh some of it's free unless you want to buy the extras. Um, Yep. But, you know, anybody can sign up on an Instagram account. Anybody can sign up on a Facebook account if you have the, the applications to do so. Um, and, you know, it just snap a picture and then there it is for free for everybody to see. Yep. But then yep. when you start going into sponsorships on social media, all of that stuff, it's, yeah. it's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's also why it's funny sometimes when you, and I'm sure you found this maybe not so much on social media, but, but just anywhere this like instant gratification world that we're in. And because people can create amazing photos 
that they just took right there and they look, you know, amazing, relatively nice, but they're not the same content or level of, of hiring out a, you know, Aridan images. Like it's not, it's not the same. So I've had to do a lot of learning in the last few years of educating my dancers and people that are involved. No, this video is not going to be back tomorrow. No, you're not going to get a bunch of extra bonus content and raw footage. That's not how this works. So that's a lot of what I found in the last couple of years. I've really had to, um, one move with the times on, on, what I plan for, for content and budget and, and all of that, but also educate my, um, my dancers and people that are following us that yes, we've been doing this for a really long time, but it's that photo you take on your phone is not the photo shoot that we're planning right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there's space and room for both and they're both excellent and wonderful and businesses can do both, but there is a level of understanding that, you know, that when we go into a photo shoot or a video shoot, this is the caliber that we're coming out with. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totes. I'm glad you're bringing that up too. Cause a lot of folks, you know, they look up a dance company and they don't realize that they don't realize that the photographer was hired out. Then not only do you have to pay the photographer, you also have to pay them for whatever edits they do, whatever, like, amount of photos that you want the rights to, um, yes. all of that, all of that. And yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny and interesting. This is kind of what I was saying earlier about feeling like an old lady or being like an old dancer. I've had a lot of people call me since COVID and ask, so where'd you get this idea to have a, a video dance company? I want to do it with my ballet company that's been around for 20 years. And I'm like, honored that I'm even on this phone call with somebody that's had a dance company for 20 years that sells out theaters and things like that. But also um, wanting to really express the importance that just the, the same amount of excellence and dedication and honoring the process that you put into a live performance in the theater with your, um, your patrons and all of that that same amount of excellence and dedication and the years of study that have gone into that, you have to put into the video as well. So know your your dancer that has a nice iPad should not film your video and you should get a permit to film it and you should not film it at 12 o'clock or one o'clock in the afternoon because all of your dancers are going to be washed out. So it's been, it's been so interesting in the last few years to like be in those conversations with these people that I would like ball to watch their dancers, you know, because they're, they're all so excellent and wonderful, but it's been cool to like coach them into new avenues. Yeah. They're going to, if they can do that, they can do this too. It's just a matter of flipping your head and your, 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 your thought process. 
Alrighty, friends, that's the end of part one of our conversation with Lexi Bristol. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about Three Hearts Dance and all the projects that Lexi is working on, you can go ahead and visit them on Instagram. You can catch them on YouTube. They have so many dance films that y'all should check out. It's pretty cool. And other than that, yeah, part two comes out in two weeks. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Are you enjoying a brewski right now? If you are, comment below on our Instagram page. We're always wanting to try some new brews from different spots. And we're interested in what you're interested in. So, all right, folks, have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.